The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It's been a mess for a lot of you today. Yeah. Gord uh, in studio with me this afternoon. Hi, pal. Hey, good afternoon. I just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, it, it's a little warmer. It's deceiving because of wind chill. I just gassed up and that, that was an event. Well, but there's a terrible accident over here in 51st. Oh, and, no, really? And they, what is it, 89th, somewhere like that? 91st. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you got to watch it because uh, somebody sliding through an intersection just in front of me here. And police are there and they're cleaning it all up, but it's tying traffic up. And there's 70 collisions out and about oh, really? just today. So so yeah, it's uh, uh, it's not over yet, but it's. I, my truck said it was minus 26, so it well, feels a little warmed warmer. up a little bit. You know, <laughs> yesterday morning it was minus 40 at my place. I yeah. took a picture of the thermometer on the window; it was minus 40, and so uh, the dog would not go outside. I you chased him around the, the living room; yeah. he, he wouldn't go outside. This morning, <laughs> though, he kind of he double clutched. He he said he wanted to go, then he paused. Uh, walked away and then came back and, he, and then he was out pouncing around he's like okay that's like 13 14 degrees difference wow. isn't it? you know yeah um, animals aren't stupid oh my gosh I'm not going out in that uh, but boy oh boy I mean the turnaround that we're expecting here in the next couple of days yeah by right? Sunday right it's going to start uh, turning around Mm-mm. a bit and then by Monday it's going to be about minus three that, yeah that's what they're saying that? something like that well that'll be good I just uh, I just uh, you know I I, I kind of just embrace it. I, I I'm 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 fascinated by it. Um, certainly not. I mean, if you've had to work outside during yeah, all of this, you. if your car is broken down, if your furnace is broken down, if you've if you had all like hey the pipes exploded, you know you that's know? that's just the crap Frozen. the craptastic stuff that comes along yeah. with you know this kind of weather. But I also just say, okay, you know what? Uh, you just got to keep moving forward, and well, that's yeah. what that's what so many you know just do. And we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. When you Look at the system. Jesse was showing it on the on the map oh, last night on, on our 6 o'clock newscast. It's absolutely huge. I mean, yeah. it's going all the way from the Yukon, and it's stretching now up into Sioux Lookout yeah. into the northern Ontario, and the whole map is just pink. <laughs> so it's really dangerous out there. But at the same time, you got to have some fun. I had fun, uh, I think, on <laughs> I Tuesday. We did. I did laundry in the morning, and I just took my old Harley T-shirt, and I just, for, just for fun, I went out and figured I'd... Uh, put my park on and just yeah. hold it for fun and you think maybe I'll be out here for four minutes and if, I just want to see what it's like and 45 seconds later the t-shirt was frozen it solid. was done right it was it so it looked like a looked like a two by four so I just stuck it in a snowbank with the picture and I think I started something because people started sending in pictures of their uh, wet clothes that they went and froze did you see the firefighter in the pants yeah. yeah that was hilarious I uh I and I and I I, I hate to th- think about this and I and because I'm afraid that I'm going to manifest fast stuff because I know when we've had cold snaps in years past yeah. one of the one of the last things that you ever want to see is a fire well absolutely because you it's gotta, just so yeah. hard uh, to, to battle you look at the you know what the firefighters have it's to hard deal enough with in of the course, summertime people, absolutely and we've covered this yep. in the past I remember the the Lilydale uh, plant uh, years yeah. back and and it's just you know the the water coming down and the the freezing just just when when stuff like that happens sure. it's you know when the the garage when the when the do you remember when the parking garage collapsed on the hill oh, for remember sure remember that that going was up? terrifying yeah we thought uh, you know, we, the firefighters were yeah. in there and i can remember being out um and i was reporting at, at that point and having to do i was doing live hits with global national and that sort of stuff but again with the cold how awful it is i mean yeah. and for us i mean hey don't don't feel sorry for you know you yeah. can warm up and, and that sort of stuff but the you know the well, guys and gals out there dealing it uh-uh. i don't know how they do it i mean i just brought back a memory i don't know if some of the listeners will remember 
uh, I had just moved here and we had had our live truck with the ITV and they sent me out. We went out because it, there were the millet in Millet, the, mm. the old hotel, a big old century-old building burned. So we went out. It was weather similar to this. It was about 93, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, everybody thinks that you've got, uh, well, this is the way the weather is all the time in Alberta. This is really unusual for us. I was surprised when uh, when our, when Jesse had mentioned, we haven't had weather like this since 2003, mm-hmm, 2004. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, you forget. It's not this bad usually, so you got to find ways to make it amusing anyway. Well, and, and, and that's the thing, you know, I, I remember, like, I, I grew up in Sault Ste. Marie and, uh, well, I grew up in Sault Ste. Marie, so southern Ontario, where way back when we used to have those great big wet, heavy snowstorms, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. Moved to Sault Ste. Marie in grade 8. Uh, my, my family pretty much is all back there now. Went to high school, grade 8 in high school mm-hmm. in, in, in the Sioux. I don't remember the super, super cold. No. I remember the snow because of the, because of the, uh, the lake of effect off yes, Lake Superior. I bet. Yeah. And then moved to Thunder Bay and uh, lived there for almost, you know, 10 years. I can remember being in in Thunder Bay during a, a massive, massive, massive snowstorm right. that shut down the city for about four or five days. Yeah. And uh, it was like a record breaker amount of snow and still had to go to work. I walked to work sure, from, yeah. from the house well, in. Well, the temperatures weren't that as No, bad as this. it wasn't that bad, but the snow was up to my hips right and we were just walking down the main street roofs were caving in it was yeah. just brutal and i remember when i moved to regina hmm. thinking to myself i'm a tough cookie because i grew up in yeah. st marie and thunder bay and then my first saskatchewan oh, regina winter yeah um I was driving with a cameraman, and I had never seen a sun dog before. Mm. I'd never seen those you know halos around uh, yeah. the sun. And I said to him, his name was Brandon. I'm like, Brandon, I said, well, what is, what is that? And he's like, well, Jay, that's a sun dog. And he's explained it to me. And we ran back right into the back end of, of the car in front of us. We were so <laughs> distracted. But I can remember being out, and with the wind chill, it was minus 50. Wow. And I thought to myself, what? You know, what am I doing outside trying to talk or work yeah. in that and temperature? And um, for, for those folks who have no choice, right. I just, That's their job. you know, tip of the hat to you. Oh, no kidding. I mean, I've been in the same boat out with a cameraman out in Wetaskiwin. I remember one yeah. time shooting, not Wetaskiwin, Wainwright, and we were shooting a stand-up in the middle of the, the road. <laughs> And the camera just quit stops. working. It just stopped, and then that's how cold it is. And then your but, mouth stops working. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't even form a, a sentence. So what am I doing out here? And I'm sure the cameraman. But we can get into the warmth. We're only out there for 20 yeah. minutes doing it. But yeah. uh, the, our camera guys, they're out shooting a fire. We've got one on tonight at uh, yeah, five and one six, in southeast Edmonton. Yes, yeah. and uh, house fire, and uh, those guys are out out for hours. And, uh, you know, our guys, you know, hats off to them. I mean, they they got to get the shots, yeah. right? And as long as the camera's working, they'll be out taking taking footage. Well, and you look at some of the problems around around the city, of course. We've been talking about the, the LRT track and, yeah. and the cracks in that, the, the high-level high bridge. Li- the lights, the lights were working. Work. There's a problem now with the low-level bridge uh, because of the cold uh, yeah. as well. Our uh, funicular, it stopped. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like the I cold. I don't know if anybody, you know... I mean, yeah, this isn't a big tour, have, tourist. Have you been draw. on the funicular? I actually, I, w- I was one of the first people on it. I was kind of excited about it because I never, I just like saying funicular. <laughs> and I didn't know what this thing was. So yeah, we Deb and I went out on a, a Sunday morning when it just shortly after it had opened, yeah. and went out there and took a ride up, and it was a very slow ride. <laughs> 
And I thought, well, this is this is different. I still have yet to, to go on the funicular. I have been by the funicular. I have seen the funicular. Um, CBG uh, thinks it's it's a really cool It is. It's thing. kind of a European feel to it. I just... I'll go with you. We'll take a picnic lunch. Okay. And we'll go up this... <laughs> because by the time you get to the top, you'll you'll have finished eating your sandwich for sure. I just... I, I still wonder uh, about that. It's like the funicular to nowhere. And I still think that we need to do a better job in this city of getting people well, down into the River Valley. They're talking about getting this gondola going again. Yeah, today, we're going right? to do an interview on that at th- just after three o'clock. But and they're saying don't need any money, don't yeah, need any city money, don't need taxpayers. Because hey, I'm all for the gondola me as too. long as I don't have to pay for it. Well, me too, exactly. I don't want to pay for it. I'm look. all for the royals being here as long as I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> I don't care where you live, right? But yeah. you, you, and and you start. Yeah, that our, our River Valley is just, it is so spectacular. Oh, it beats, uh, you know, even like Saskatoon, they took, they, mm. they, they did a nice job, but it, the, the river is lower. Yeah. It's not as rough, but mm-hmm. they are down there doing water sports and they got beaches if they want. But I just love how rugged our River Valley uh-huh. is. This is like old school, this is uh, Alberta, this is yeah. Canada, old school Canada, and this is where the fur trade came through. Absolutely. And in the 1700s, this place has been going, you and know, the, so, they, which makes me wonder the question hmm. too. When it's minus 41 out there, you know, think about First Nations people. And mm. I think about uh, my grandma and grandpa in Tisdale, Saskatchewan, out in the homestead. You know, they they my, they were homesteading after World War One from, from the 20s right through until the 60s. Yeah. So you know they hit weather like this. And my God, when, when you look at what they were living in, they were living in just, you could see yeah. the sky through the, not, maybe not through the roof, but through the walls, you could see yeah. air. Well, how on earth did they raise five five kids in there and they survived and the same with first nations mm-hmm. what did they just must have huddled together because mm-hmm. you you know going from the car to the, the station or from the we car to home bad. i think that's bad I'm, was, you know you can't talk- complain no it was sorry it, it's interesting you bring that up because i was talking with my mom-in-law uh, on the weekend and uh she grew up in uh, F- uh F- flair Oh yeah, Flair. Yeah, I want to say Faller, but it's Flair. Right. Um, I, I said I said Faller the very first time. I did. I've said that. I, yeah, and, and I quickly corrected. I got quickly corrected. No, Flair. Um, and. Uh, and, when was and that? very poor, like years, like eighty, like she's eighty, she's over eighty so, years okay. of age now. Yeah. Um, but you know, talks about the winters and you know whether it was walking or taking the 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 horse with the trailer in, in behind to get to school. Right, you'd have a fire in the in the caboose. Exactly. They, yeah, I've got the same stories from my from my parents. And you just yeah. think about you know whether you know just the this if your home is just being heated by a fire or at that point I don't know is it coal coal whatever it is just what you're breathing in all the time. Yeah, and but you know what? When I talked to dad, I was just talk to my dad about that and he's got nothing bad to say just as it was always a riot they get four or five people in there and they would have to go maybe you know six miles seven miles in it the horse knew where it was going <laughs> as long as it didn't go into the ditch and get through into really yeah but he, it sounds like they made a real event out of it even whether you're going to school well, I said, well, what did the horse do while well, you guys are in class? And they, they would have a barn and feed it in the oh, back. Like a and, hitch up there and off you go. Yeah, it just it just it moggles <laughs> the mind, doesn't it? Because I'm, I'm not talking about 1880. No. I'm talking about no. 1940. Yeah, absolutely. Out, out here in, in the prairie. And mom-in-law was telling us the other day about having to go to use the outhouse in the middle of the winter. Yeah. And she said, it's amazing. Your, your butt didn't just freeze to the, to the, to the, the to the hole because it yeah. was so darn cold. Yeah. But you just wrap your head around that and think, oh, we get home and the house is a little too chilly and you can just punch a button and off it goes and yeah. you turn the fireplace off or whatever it is. 
Um, I remember my uncle Herb telling me about grandma going out, his mom going out, you know, use the outhouse. And he said, I never could figure out why every time I came back, it always smelled like smoke in there. <laughs> <laughs> so she never smoked in the house, but he's sneaking one out in that area. Sneaking the cigarettes. Yeah. How many people still do that, I wonder? I don't know. Not very many. I remember... You're, you're frowned upon badly now. Yeah. But you were a smoker. Sure. You smoked... Yeah, uh, yeah I, I remember Until that. I was about 40, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, uh, I smoked kind of on and off. Uh, I was kind of like uh, the bar smoker, but you yeah. know, when I was drinking, I would smoke. And you know, during college, yeah. I, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, or whatever it was. Um, but I can remember uh, growing up; both my parents smoked. My mom's Rothman Reds, and my my dad was Peter Jackson something. I can right. still remember them. Right? Yeah. Isn't that isn't it that was amazing? Black cats for my grandma. I yeah. used to watch her roll them on the kitchen <laughs> table in Tisdale, and yeah, it would be long. Long, and then she cut them and up. cut them up. Yeah. She wasn't a heavy smoker. No. Just enjoyed having a, a See, smoke my, my nan, England, yeah, you know. my grandma, she my, she was a heavy smoker. Actually, we buried her with a pack of smokes in her lighter. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I just remember, you know, you ba- snitching second, it you for the first time. You buried her with a pack of smokes Yeah, we buried lighter. my nan, yeah. Huh. Yeah, Mary Ellen. Well, you know, who didn't smoke back then? I guess That's that'd it. be more of a question. You turn it around like that. But I can remember snitching a, a smoke from my from my mom and going, oh, I'm going to go out for a walk. And I'm not even having a clue that you come back in and there's just a cloud of smoke all yeah. around you, right? Like, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah, no kidding. I'm just thinking, what if, the you know, deep underground, you, you smell some smoke in the cemetery or something? That would be a good <laughs> ghost story, wouldn't it? Oh, Get and, the heck out. And lit it up, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cemeteries, yeah. I sent you a picture. Yes. I, I, so um, when we were in New Orleans over yeah, New cool. Year's, we went to uh, one of the cemeteries there, uh, uh, St. Louis. Uh, number one, and yep. I thought of you because uh, one of the plaques was 155 Field, Field Hospi- Hospital. Hospital, yeah, and World I'm, War One. Yes, and I'm honorary colonel here with 15 yeah. Field Ambulance. There's no connection, but it made me go and look it up. It was fascinating history. They were World War One, World War Two um, medics. They'd also be soldiers, so they'd mm-hmm. also still be carrying rifles Jeepers. and fighting. But they were also medics when when need when when a push came to shove. So yeah, there that was quite a quite an outfit, and that was quite a plaque. Yeah, it it's like an old died. green. It looked like mm-hmm. it was must have been copper at one yes, point right. and had changed. Yeah, the but green patina on it. Yeah. Was, yeah, it was a neat place. It was the first time out of all the times that we've been there. It's the first time we've done uh, a cemetery tour, mm-hmm. and uh, the, it's really interesting. And I, I like cemeteries. Me too. I, I like cemeteries. I did We're the like, same. like that. Yeah, I did yeah. the same tour. There's so much history there, and yeah, and it just it's just there's so much history yeah. there, and, and they bury their the dead above ground mm-hmm. because of the the way the water yeah, levels the water rise. So so they, they're all crypts, and and you you'll find the story, the family. Yeah stories right there. Yeah, and what was really crazy, and over the past few years, so Nicolas Cage, mm. okay, <laughs> Nicolas Cage, the actor, who's yeah. had a really bad run of bad luck over the past mm-hmm. uh, number of years, and he says, you know, he had the IRS thing, and he bought what's considered to be the most haunted building in the French Quarter, and he says that that all stems back to to that. Mm. But he actually, in that cemetery, mm-hmm. ha- bought three plots, paid off some families, uh. And put his own mausoleum up. Yeah. And it's a big pyramid. It's a big white pyramid, but that is Nicolas Cage's hmm. in the oldest cemetery in New Orleans. And it's bright white, and it, I forget what it says on the front of it, but it is Nicholas Cage's. He doesn't, wasn't born there, nothing like that, but hmm. that's apparently where he's going to be buried. Is he that star for, for attention? Well, he, he just, he's going to make his mark, I guess. And apparently. Come, come, come hell or high water. Google it. If you get a chance, Google Nicholas uh, Cage uh, New Orleans Cemetery. I'll, I'll show you a picture. It's just bizarre. Hmm.
<laughs> Gordon and I get talking about uh, visits to cemeteries and we're the most bizarre stories. Yeah, I know. It's it's true, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it, we ended up at the same cemetery in, in New Orleans. Well, I did the same thing. I went to wanted to see Madame Lavoie's cemetery. Yeah. We, we had been up in Graceland. We had to go see Elvis's old of home. Course. And so I uh, rented a car, gone up through Mississippi, which was a, in another story. But anyway, that was bizarre. <laughs> uh, just because of the racism. Yeah. Because it was an eye-opener for us. Uh, sad. Anyway, we got to Memphis, did the Graceland tour, turned around next day, came back, stayed somewhere in Mississippi. And then it was like 7, 8 in the morning. I said, I want to go in and see Madame Lavoie's. Yeah. And I know where it is. Yeah. But it wasn't open to the public. But there was an old rusty gate you could kind of, you know how it's like a, the whole, it's a block, a city yep. block, but it, the, the walls are 9, 10 uh -huh. feet tall. But I found an iron gate. Deb wasn't having anything to do with it, so I just parked the car. I kind of pried the gate open, snuck in. I was following this dog that had like one one eye. And I thought, that's weird that the dog's in here. And so I just started, and then I realized, I don't know where I am. I was looking for easy, easy the rider. Easy rider tomb, yeah. And it's I right in the middle, yeah. I found that, where a big scene for the motorcycle mm -hmm. buffs. And... Uh, and then all of a sudden, I don't know where I am. I'm lost. And I couldn't figure out if I got turned around how to get back to where the car was. So I w I'll just get to the wall. I went to the wall, and there was a little ledge. And then I started following the ledge, thinking, I'll just go around the corner here, and then I'll get out and I'll go in the car and say, there, I saw I saw the Easy Rider mm -hmm. monuments where, where it was filmed. And anyway, there's these baby doll heads on the ledge. And I thought, this is creepy. And I'm stopping. I'm looking at it. And the hair on the back of my neck went mm -hmm. up. And I turned around, and there was this, I guess, a homeless guy laying on top of a crypt and he was pretty much naked and he just stood and all around him were baby doll heads and i just freaked out i just started running Get out of here. <laughs> out of here. yeah he looked gave me a real weird look like i was invading his territory and i was yeah so well they they, they urge you not to go into the to the cemeteries uh, alone yeah. there and that and that cemetery was closed down to just public wandering um, a few years back you can get in through tours now yeah. guided tours and now this is about 2000 i yeah. was, was quite a while ago Oosh. 20 years ago when you were there too, you saw the seashells and oh yeah so yeah and that's interesting so that there's seashells all the way around and there's a belief that the spirits won't cross anything that has to do with water yeah. or evil spirits won't cross anything that have to do with water so even on some of the 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 mauso mausoleums mm -hmm. they have seashells designed into them it, yeah it was well, i wonder if Nicol really... nicholas cage will have that on his pyramid <laughs> i just showed looks, it to you yeah it looked like city hall it does yeah that's a little <laughs> it bit it looks like the mutarch yeah it does right exactly <laughs> oh that's uh, but fun. yeah just just bizarre but yeah i uh i have always been fascinated with with cemetery with cemeteries yeah. well there's I so think... much history there's one out by uh in there's Strathcona. a history lesson on every oh sure Col every check home. out the colchester cemetery sometime if you're out for a sunday drive uh, it's out in Strathcona County, just mm. south of Sherwood Park, Range Road 233, I think. Okay. 231, maybe. Just, uh, you know, it's in the bend of the Anthony Hendy, and there is some amazing pioneer history mm. right there from people that settled uh, the area east of Edmonton. And all the pioneers are there, and some sad stories. You can of see course. the little babies that died yeah. probably of the flu and back in 1919, but it, some of those graves go back to 1870. Yeah. And you realize, then that takes me back to talking about the winter. Exactly. These people were, there's a homestead that's still standing there in the Colchester area that was built in 1880, 1890 from one of the original settlers. And you can see how it's made. It's, it's all done with an axe and it's still up there and there's some old farming implements. But that's what I think of when we get into these dangerously frigid, bone-chilling temperatures. 
you know, you know, those people had to get through it somehow, and also, you know, get feed their kids and feed their ca- their cattle. I think they were a lot tougher than we are. I think they were. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> no doubt that they yeah. were a lot tougher than you we know, are. You know, if they, they weren't out freezing T-shirts and sticking it in a <laughs> snowbank for a good picture, they were. Uh, they would hang my dad. I was going to say they'd hang their laundry well, out. Yeah. Dad, dad said he remembers uh, his mom would hang the laundry out. It would freeze, and then he, it would be his job to bring in the sheets. And then they would, you know, they were they had to wash them. Then they'd be clean, but you, then they'd Wouldn't be damp. Wouldn't they be wet, though? Well, like... they'd be a little damp, but it's, you know, they'd be damp, but they would be kind of dry. Yeah. You just wouldn't want to uh, drop one. Yeah. It would shatter. <laughs> Gord Steinke joining me in for our regular Thursday visit. Uh, you're heading out of town yeah, uh, for try... a couple of weeks. Yes, I can't wait. I'm getting excited now. I've just been looking at some maps. I've never done this before. But uh, we're heading to the Azores. It's uh, part of Portugal. Mm-hmm. It's out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and it uh, it just looks lovely. So we thought we'd try that. We've got lots of family coming with us. And, nice. Uh, it, we're meeting them there from Germany and then from uh, Saskatchewan. So it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> from Germany and Saskatchewan. How's there that? you go, yeah. eh? <laughs> well, have a fantastic trip, and yeah, we'll, see. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're heading out on the listener trip a week Saturday, so we're looking forward to, to that That's as in Mexico? well. Yeah, we're heading to Mexico. Right yeah. on. Uh, taking a great group of uh, folks down with us um yeah next week saturday so I'm, yeah it's going to be awesome I, so. i'm actually glad i you know everybody's going don't you wish you went this week and nah. i'm going no not really because i wouldn't be sleeping i'd be worried my pipes were frozen or the furnace had quit or your septic system freezes exactly so anyway i think we're, we're this is just all going to work out perfect have a safe trip um and i know coming up tonight the latest on all the cold the forecast uh you name it you'll have we'll it show fully you those covered. firefighters fighting in the cold uh, absolutely all. all right